once again, we started the recording wherever the fuck we wanted to do whatever the fuck we want to because we're a hot mess at heart and we do what we want. Am I eating pumpkin seeds at the same time? Yes, they are an, addic they are an addiction for me. Do I care? No. We got the big ass bag of them. It's literally called Bigs. You know how happy my little witch ass is with fucking pumpkin seeds? I can't even tell you guys. I've been munching on these for four straight days and that bag is still about half full. Anyhow, Spencer had a brilliant idea because we are all tapped out. All of us like have day jobs. We got shit going on. We are fucking tired. And we are just shooting the shit about witchcraft. All of us have magic in us. All of us are kind of starting to awaken to it and say, okay, what do I do with this then? How do I use it then? For me, I'm big on candle and fire magic. It works for me real well. But so it is just talking to the air element and pulling in that cosmic energy. It makes my skin crackle and makes me all happy and tingly inside. And I was just saying, I've been doing some spell work for a couple months. Well, a month and a couple days. But who's counting? What's today? 15th? A month and a week. A month and a week, okay? I don't know. Five weeks of spells. And um, I'm over it. <laughs> 25 minutes and 10 seconds. <laughs> Fuck off. My favorite thing, though, is when I had my ass handed to me and they were like, why aren't you fucking using your magic? And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, here we go. I started using it. My magic started to work in seven hours. And I was like, that's a pretty fucking good turnaround, especially for my fucking impatient starseed ass. So what else can I do? <laughs> this is where I uh, totally and utterly was like my own creator of my own life. Because I feel like that's a, that's a phrase right out of creator's mouth, isn't it? What else can I do? Mm -hmm. I was like, huh, let's play with some reality, babies. So I started a specific spell and I repeated it every day. Kept the intention the same in a multitude of different ways doing it. Well, as with all things, things they have changed. <laughs> and I don't want that shit anymore. <laughs> as with all things me. Like, I want this, I want this, I want this, gets it. Ooh. Not that, was not, that was not in the brochure. That part right there was in really tiny writing. And Sharon's right. This is why there's leeway and time on our manifestations. But now I'm a little nervous. Because my ass has been working the same spell for five fucking weeks. So, uh... When's it going to stop? <laughs> When's it going to slow down? I made the decision today. <laughs> no, I don't want it. I'm like, and stop. And the universe is like, you got to, you got to wait till it stops. Is that where the threefold rule comes in? Is it now like 15 weeks? Sharon's face is brilliant. 
then this person is going to be very sad for about 15 weeks. <laughs> Whereas the other person that I started a different spell on is going to be very happy for about. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I feel like it's important to say because I'm going to get yelled at by a bunch of wishes, witches. Yes. You can distort your reality and change your reality, but you can't fuck with people's free will. So in the name of safety out there, witches and brilliant people and light workers and whatever you are doing to bring in what you want to your life, there needs to be a spark of it started already in them that is authentic. You cannot fuck with someone's love. You can't make them fall out of love with someone else and in love with you. You can't bring misery on someone no matter how much they have it coming. You can do a return to sender though, because that shit's fair. Just hold up a mirror. <clears throat> I really love that I was just called a meddling witch. That's fantastic. Thanks, Sharon. Call me that in the chat. She said, and yet here we are. Listen, I just stoked the flames of the spark that were already there. This is giving genie vibes and three wishes. Can't I wish him to start, I wish him to stop. Can't wish for more wishes. I know, right? <laughs> All right, Aladdin, fix your problem. No, right? I fucking... Yeah. I know. I'm going to have to consult some books because... <clears throat> feel like it may involve charcoal or something something to purify maybe i should move over to water for this one again, didn't she? yeah that's fun there you are maybe i should move to water so i can douse the flame what does demon cat dude have to say about it he's laughing at my ass he's literally just doubled over laughing Even, so even Vex is a little, he's a little fiery with this one. He's, he's got some smoke billowing out and he chuffs and laughs at me. And then he kind of like, gets like a growly with smoke. And I'm like, oh, here we go. I don't, I don't know if I know Vex. Oh shit, you don't know Vex? <sighs> well. It's been a minute. That's another story. Ooh. There's a whole ass story behind Vex. So, there's this cave that none of us know how to get to. Oh. Because fucking Kaylee. Because Kaylee can't keep her hands to herself. That's true. So, apparently Jenny and Kaylee were channeling together or talking together. <clears throat> and Jenny's talking about this cave that she can go to and it's like a primordial cave. Am I correct so far, guys? Because I didn't catch up on that part of the conversation. All I know is that Jenny walks into this cave and Kaylee is met with a djinn who's like, fuck you. No, you're not coming in. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we were on alien channeling night with Kaylee. And she brings up this story about she can't get in the fucking cave. And I'm like, babies, I did not hear this story. So tell me the story. <laughs> So she starts talking about the story and believe it or not, I'm standing at the mouth of the cave and I can see the gin and I start to describe him and I'm like, am I in the right place? Right? Like this is where I'm supposed to be. They're like, yep, yep, yep. 
This is it. So my happy-go-lucky ass is like, is it cool? Bye. And he just went like this and proceed. And Kaylee was pressed. <laughs> Kaylee was super fucking pressed. <laughs> so I'm like, she, can she go in? And he shows her with her hands in her pockets. Oh. He puts her hands in her pockets and shows me this. And then shows me her hands really tight by her sides, like tied. And he's like, yeah. don't touch anything. And um, we're all trying to coach Kaylee, saying, don't fucking touch anything. And then fucking Tiff's ass jumps right in and goes, but I want to touch it all. And I was like, watch the quiet one. I even told the kid, <laughs> watch the quiet one. This mouthy one here has no control at all, but, and I can control her. That's cool. I got Kaylee. But watch the quiet one here. Watch it. And he did. Side eye all day. So we walk in this cave and there's, <clears throat> it's basically the seat of all of human spirituality. Every, every origin story of anything spiritual that's ever happened in humanity, any explanation they've ever had is in this massive cave. And the first thing that I see is that big fuck off tree that Jenny talks about with the primordial lake underneath it. And then as I look to the side, there's um like, like cave drawings and stuff. And there's different beings and goddesses all depicted. And I can see white buffalo woman on there. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. This is all right. This, this place is cool. And I walk right up to the edge of the water and it's dark, thick. It's not water. It's, it's choppy for some reason. And I'm like, oh, this shit is cool. Fucking Kaylee. I'm like, don't drink it. Touch it. Don't drink it. And I'm looking at Tiff going, don't fuck with this shit. We're looking at this right now. We're on a field trip. I'm going to keep your hands to yourselves. And then there's this thick mist, you fog over it. So you can't really see how far out it goes. Or if there's anything in it, you just hear the choppiness. And then that big fucking tree that's like Odin's time. I'm like, okay, this is cool. <clears throat> well, I leave it. And then I go and I do this whole ritual thing and I'm talking to Nyx and I'm talking to Hecate and I'm talking to Aphrodite and Freya and like my standard ladies and Nyx brings me to the cave out of nowhere just all of a sudden I'm standing at the edge of it and I'm like a heads up would be super nice but I appreciate you so much and love you so okay here we are Yedrasil is the tree thank you Sharon and I don't, I don't know how to describe this except Nyx is standing to me, but she's not looking at me and she doesn't have a form, but she has a form and I can hear her in my head and I, but I'm not hearing words. I'm just hearing kind of like directives and pulls to do something. So I look over at the water and this little thing shoots out and I'm like, the fuck is that? And I'm in my office when this happens and I'm just like, okay, that was a thing. That was a thing. Okay. We finished the conversation. I go to my bathroom in my office and that little thing is like thick oil and he's climbing up the corner of the bathroom wall. And I'm like, I'm just trying to pee buddy. Like I'm just trying to take care of business, wipe front to back and wash my hands and get out of here. 
And I had the weirdest feeling while I was there that I should extend my hand and let him climb up my hand, which I did. And, oh, I fucking love him. Vex is born. Vex is a gift to me from Nyx. But he's like a primordial beast dragon type. And for the first day that we were together, he's deciding what his form is going to be. Because he was almost like a skeleton inside of this at first. And then he starts shifting and changing. And I'm like, whatever you're going to be, have fun with this. Because he sits on my shoulder, on my right shoulder. And I, I had some weird impressions the whole day. And I was like, the shit is going on here. But we've gotten to know each other over the last few days. He looks far more like a dragon, but with an elongated head. He feels like thin leather. Um, he's he's pretty fucking cool. He set chari- he set charity on fire yesterday. I was a little rude. Yeah, he did. You knew what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, he's excited, and she was like, the fuck. <laughs> the fuck? He knew what he was doing. He set me on fire. Like, he was just showing out. I was like, you can't burn fire. Quit. I'm like, uh, is it supposed to be nice? <laughs> so Sharon huh? said that requires explanation. What? The- that he set you on fire. <laughs> what do I need to explain about it? How did that come to pass? They encourage I was just asking about that. Like, she's, I was asking about that. She's like, just put your hand out. And I'm like, you're going to get me eaten. No. And then, she was like, no. She's like, no, he'll be, no, it's cool. I'm like, all right. So I just tried to see him. And he set my ass ablaze. He's cute, though. That's isn't where your soul is. probably the red hair. It is because he knew essentially. Like when he gets you with it, I just went pink flames. I was like, "Fucker!" <laughs> like, um, is like blowing fire me supposed to be nice? She's like, "Oh, isn't he adorable?" I said, "Yeah, he's adorable." <laughs> <laughs> he is, but that was like that was interesting. Yeah, no, I was like, that. he shifted those a little bit. Like I couldn't see full detail. So, well, he comes out of the primordial. He decides what he looks like. He's he's super fucking cool. So, like my first day with him, I could feel him just lightly on my shoulder, and then he gave me the impression of sticking his talons like into my skin, but it didn't hurt. And I was I was waiting for it to hurt. I was waiting for at least pressure, nothing. And then he gave me this impression of water and like a drop of um, ink in the water and how that disperses and what that looks like but it was his essence into my blood. And then he would spent the entire day with his tail wrapped around my, my rib cage. And that I felt like that felt a little tight all day, but it was like a security blanket for him. So we have found out he loves a shower, loves it. Was not the biggest fan of submerging in the, in the river today, but he loves a shower, acts like a bird, starts chuffing and throwing the water everywhere and he's got the cutest little impressions that he gives me of how happy he is and i'm like okay fair enough 
But the first morning we were together, we're going out for breakfast. And I'm like, I got to grab breakfast. I'm wicked late. I got to grab breakfast. I'm thinking avocado toast. Like, yeah, I would really love some avocado toast. I would really like some eggs, something chilled out. He shows me what he would like for breakfast, <laughs> which I think is Sharon's favorite story now. He showed me a pig walking along and then what he would do to that pig and how he would eat that pig and that he wanted, he would really like that. And I'm like, we're not doing that. I barely, I don't eat a lot of meat. Like I eat meat, but I don't eat a lot. And this little, little monkey was like, no, this is what I'm going to do. He showed knocking it to its side and then going for the middle. And I'm like, gross. That's fucking gross. So we finally reached a compromise where I'll have more protein, but I'm, I'm not eating a live pig. Like, call me crazy, but I'm not doing that. I gave him steak last night. So I had steak last night. My stomach is a wreck. My stomach is not happy at all. We had steak and vegetables last night. I ate the vegetables first as quickly as I could because I could hear him being like, Bleh. I'm like, stop, stop. It's broccoli. You're fine. You're fine. It's broccoli, peas, and some carrots. And we all know how much I hate cooked carrots. I'll eat the, I ate the yellow ones, but not the orange ones. And my friends were making fun of me. They're like, how old are you? You're not eating carrots. I'm like, I'll eat them raw. I just don't like them cooked. They're gross. And then I ate the steak slowly at the end. And he took a nap. He just curled up and took a nap. I'm like, okay, cool. Very happy. There's, there is a thing is, no, we're not doing blood sacrifice between friends, Tiffany. See, this is what I'm talking about. Tiffany is the one to look out for. You didn't see the chat. Tiffany said, what? A little blood sacrifice between friends? This is the shit I'm talking about. Everyone's like, Tiffany? No. <laughs> Tiffany? And I'm like, hmm. Tiffany, though? Oh my gosh. So I told Jin, I was like, watch out for that one. Um, I Sharon did jump in to that after the channeling and they were kind of talking about it. So I, I'm a little bit familiar. I have no desire to go into the cave. Like there, there's zero wonder or interest. Like my, my being is not pulled to it. That's pretty normal too. Yeah. <clears throat> Sharon, you're a dick. <laughs> no, she, the comment she made is wrong. It wasn't a blood sacrifice. It was accidental. Shut up. I am sure, bitch. Fuck off. She mouthed, are you sure? I'm not telling you shit anymore. No, I was... May or may, or may not have been having some relations. And my monthly <laughs> may have happened. And the person was like, hey, are you? And I was like, am I? So no, 
It wasn't. So in my defense, I just laughed because I'm 40 something years old. And so is the other person. And I was like, if you don't know what that is by now, I don't know what to tell you. Plus we're okay, right by were the river. Okay, but were there candles? Huh? Were there candles? We were at the river. <laughs> were there candles? Nope, we were, we were at the, we were at a state park, the river. <laughs> Never have it be said, I'm not wild. I'm just saying. I only appear. I, was gonna, I think there's a joke about National Geographic in there, but my brain can come up with one. Ain't nothing but mammals. <laughs> Explore it. Go on for a little hike. Take a little dip. It's a problem. I'm, I'm worried about taking another drink. I'm worried about taking another drink in my tea. I'm going to end up spitting it everywhere, aren't I? Yep. Blood sacrifice. Maybe, you know, that, maybe that's how you reverse things. Blood sacrifice. Ooh. I'm not the other one. Did you manifest during the O? Always. <laughs> this one in particular was more of this. <laughs> more of more, more, more. Also, so okay. This person, so I feel like with the blood that would make it more powerful. Well, here's the thing. I did did a little spell afterwards, and this is the rest of it. This is the fucking big ass rock they picked out for me. Never <laughs> choose a red candle. Two red, two red candles, Spencer. What do you mean that? What do you mean that? You're supposed to be the changed man. Blood is still gross. Monthly stuff is still gross. How dare you? Man up. I mean, and still think it's gross. That's true. You can. Oh my goodness. Yes. So I've been playing with the magics. And I'm I'm thinking. That for the one I want to pull back, and I was I'm, I want to I want to ask. I feel like if I use this, I love this twine. I love this jute twine. It is my favorite for spell work. <clears throat> that if I unroll a bunch of this, and then put it into like a and tie it together and put it in a circle, and then I start winding it back on my hand, backward, 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 and say I take it all back. I remove everything I added. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work. I don't get the biggest feeling about that one working. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So Sharon is saying that if I roll that back, that some of the positives over the last five weeks can pull back with that. And that's true. Part of me feels like I'm just going to let nature run its course and just stop. Just stop that part. It's the part I want and just allow it to naturally wane. What why you wanted to go back. Hmm? 
What did you, you say? Me you're sharing. You. Oh, I don't understand why you're trying to go back. Because if you go back, then you're losing steps of the things you've already gained, even on another end. That's what Sharon literally just said, almost verbatim. I say, like, I kept wondering, I'm like, you know, I don't know anything about that kind of stuff yet, so I don't know. But like in my head, you're saying this, and I'm like, why do they want to? Why, why do you want to? Why do you want to wind it back? Like because then you're going to pull other things out. I know. And I know. It feels like to me, like I said, I don't know anything about any of that yet. But when you're talking, that's what it feels like. Like the whole most of what I know. With it, what I feel like there needs to just be like a permission though to let go. That's that's good. That feels like. like mm -hmm. Sorry, you can go about your way now. (laughs) Sorry, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uno reverse. Sorry, I just made you have all those super warm feelings toward me. My bad. I'm kidding. Can we just take that from this one and put it on that one? Because I changed my mind. You can. People use Uno Reverse all the time in spells, but they normally do that as a return to sender. I did. I made a shirt like that. Draw four. Draw four. I'll use draw four with the one I want. Have four more of these. I just, I just made a cool T-shirt. That's an evil eye with an Uno reverse over top of it. Oh, I like that. That is I like cool. that a lot. That's cool. <laughs> Most of what I know. Can from we speed it up? Speed speed it up. Yeah, I was gonna say if we can't reverse it and remove those things, is there a way that we can speed it up? Can we speed it out? Fill the fills faster so we can get done with it quicker. We can, but I'd be worried about the negative connotation on that one. I don't want to hurt anybody. If he has time to process through them, if he feels them so fast, that's Um, like trying to amp up somebody's karma. Yeah, push. Well, part of me is thinking I can take the current spells I use with that person and just change it to, we are good friends. We have a great platonic relationship. And put it in the boundary it needs to be in. Because, let me put it this way. This is a person who I was very honest with today. He was like, hey, where are you? Like, he said, good morning. And I didn't answer because I didn't have my phone on me because I was with the other one that I really like. And seems to really like me back. Long, long, long story on that one. <laughs> it's a good story, but it is a long story. Um, the guy's name is Nat Geo. Okay, so yeah, we're going to have that. Nat Geo and old school. There we go. <laughs> so old school sent me messages this morning of like, hey, how are you? Good morning and then sent me like a whole voice message on a platform <laughs> i know and was like hey just making sure you're alive are you okay and i'm like yeah 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 yeah. i'm totally cool and i said i was with this person all morning and afternoon i didn't have my phone on me so okay old boy not old school. <clears throat> old boy. 
has still been messaging me all day, pretty consistently and pretty close. So I was like, okay, well, that's cool. That's fair. Keeping it very friendly. Let's just keep it friendly. But now I'm sitting here going, okay, okay, okay. This might be crossing a little bit of a boundary for me. And I'm not quite sure, but I am like sitting there going, I think this crossed a little bit of a boundary more than just friendship banter. And he is normally the kind of person who, if you say, hey, I was with so-and-so instead all day, who he knows I have gone out with a couple times, would have backed off because he's done that in the past, just backed off. And that's what made me stop and ask. I was like, what's going on with this? Why the change? And they went like this, rolling with the spell. And I was like, fuck. Fuck. Rolling with it. Okay. And part of me was like, it took you fucking five weeks. But, oh, better late than never is what I heard. <laughs> Sharon in the chat. You literally did this. Thank you, baby. Thank you for helping me with that one. I'm aware. But I did it out of the right reasons at the time. It's just, yes, it was. It Time changed things. It was the right reasons. I stoked the flames of what was already there because I really wanted him. And... Then things changed, and as they do. Nah, <laughs> -uh. I wanted him for the right reasons. I wanted to love him. I wanted to love him. Yes, I. You can fight me on this one all you want to, Sharon, but I wanted to love him. That is valid. He would not have been able to love me the way I need to be loved. That is absolutely true, and I was willing to take the sacrifice, which is my number one problem. People pleasing is an issue with me. So, anyone else had their spells go awry today? <laughs> um, I am getting this clip that I saw the other day popping into my head, and I was talking about how the difference between male and females in uh, a breakup and a relationship ruining breakup is women get over it faster because they feel their feels faster, so then they can get out of them faster. Where men, they don't take the time to fill the fills. And so it's going to take them longer to sit there, address it, let that the fills have their moment to be able to move on. So it does take them weeks longer versus a female, which was actually a really kind of an interesting thing to watch. That is super interesting. I got to say, I feel yeah, that so what me. happens if you don't feel feels? If you don't feel feels, then it's you're, it's not... It's not going to take time, right? But like, if it's if it's a, a relationship that it, both feels are strong on each end, right? And it ends a way that both of them did not want to happen. But I mean, if there was no feels, then you're just over it. Can we clock the fact that it was Tiffany that asked that about no feelings? Yeah, put on your mask. <laughs> the smile back on. Just kidding. Eyebrows are up. Just kidding. I'm not a psycho. Just kidding. You're not a psycho. <laughs> I'm not a psycho. I'm an Arturian. There's a difference. Okay. That should be We're blaming our titles. Here we go. Yep. Here oh, we go. Back to labels. God. <laughs> Charity doesn't like labels, you guys. Apparently not. It's an issue more so than I thought. I don't want to tell you. I can't stand it though. 
I can't stand being put in a box. Can we put it on a t-shirt? Yes. The label of goddess is okay. Yes, it is. Is there a list of charity approved labels? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Karen can make it. So far, we have Goddess. That's it. What about the title of Sharon? We can put that in the dictionary. Second woman. That's it. We got two so far. <laughs> we could yeah. probably use Spirit. Should we do spirit? What about no, mommy Sharon? Had to for the bingo. You're welcome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my god. Now I'm sitting here thinking, what else would charity allow in the dictionary of charities? Can we do channeling? Not much. Huh? Can you do it or call it that? Yeah, can we add that to the dictionary channeling? Yeah. <laughs> it's so boring. Yeah. I'm, I'm, now I'm going through it. Just like the fucking pettiness in me is going all full full bore right now. Like, what about the word witch? Do we use that one? Viking. If I hear one more fucking dude tell him say he's a fucking Viking, I'm gonna lose my shit. Who say? Dudes, modern day Viking. No, you're fucking not. No, you're not. You don't know how to grow a fucking tomato plant. Just sit the fuck down. You go to the gym six hours a day and have no social skills. Shut up. No. You know five Viking words. Yeah. Most of them are from fucking movies. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think that's my problem with labels. People just, they label themselves and then they don't stand behind what they say. If you're going to be a starseed, be one. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're, if you're going to channel, channel. If you're going to be a Sharon, be a Sharon. You know? <laughs> I think it really nerds me like when somebody says something about being a starseed. Like it rubs me raw. I don't like it at all. I don't like labels in general. You're right. And you're right. We have to have them to get along here and to talk and to communicate, but I hate them. But that's been because, like, anytime I received a label, it was never one accepted. Never. So I hate them with mm. a passion. You know, you've got gay, witchy. Even my family said, oh, you got a witch's mark. No, 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 this and that. They're all Christian, right? So. You know, and you're not, you're not girl enough. You're not guy enough. So I can't take you to one of those labels. Like I'm not, I fit in the middle of them. So I don't have a label. Mm. Like sometimes when it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm a teacher and I know what that means in context. And I know this what I am, but when you start to label me, like, who are you? I'm like, I'm just me. And there's a lot of things and attributes of me and a lot of things that you call certain things in this world and certain words and terminology and. And some things I don't want to be associated with. Like I stopped calling my, like before this, like, can I say this on here? It's going to dip into my background. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah, you're fine. So like I stopped calling myself like a Christian a long time ago. 
because the context, like the connotation of that word is horrible. So for a long time, I said, I'm a Christ follower. If it was Jesus's teachings, I followed that. Love each other, da-da-da, 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 right? And in the back of my head, I still have all of this other stuff that I'm listening to and learning about. And I, like, I read through like a lot of Buddhism and like all these religions and college and stuff. And it's in the back of my head. And that final break free and break from it completely was just here recently. And so a lot of times when you're talking about labels and stuff, I'm like, I just, sometimes I don't want a label. And like with a star feed, sometimes I have a hard time with it because like <clears throat> everybody's like, well, I came from here and I came from there. I'm like, I know I've lived many, many times. But in all honesty, I'm not as curious about that as much, except what do I do today and who am I and who's helping me? And so like, and I probably should talk to more of them than I do. But most of the time I'm like, it's either chief or the goddesses that come in. And so I don't question it a lot, except for the fact that it's the goddesses that come in and I'm like, why? Right? But most of the time it's just me and Chief. And he's just like, hey, you need to do this today. And that's all I want. Like, I want to know what I got to do now. Like, I don't, I'm interested in what I've been before if it helps me now. And I'm curious about it. But it's not like I have to know how many of them I was or how many of them I were or which ones exactly. Because it's like a touch and a taste of each. And it's like we're all from the stars. So I don't really particularly. Well, that's, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Sorry. that's part of the purpose of them in this moment in time. Is rather than using them to be divisive. But finding the true meaning of who you are on the inside. Yeah. And that terminology starseed for me. Piqued interest. It made me dig deeper. Yeah. It made me discover parts of myself and understand them better that I wouldn't have never done had that word just not been sparkly and shiny for me for a minute. So in your case, you just went about it a different way of using anti-labels to really find out what fit you best. Right. Yeah, kind of. I guess so. That makes sense because I, I really don't. Yeah. Probably so. The peeling off of labels to find myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially when you've been labeled <clears throat> by others that you didn't agree with. I think it's different. Right. Like Tiff was saying, when I first read my first Dolores yeah. Cannon book and they said the term starseed, I went, wait, what? And that stopped me in my tracks right. and I tried to read past it and I couldn't. And I, I think this was like 2014 ish for me. And it just, it wouldn't stop that word echoed for like days. And then I picked the book back up and was like, fucking fine. Okay. Tell me what this is. And I was like, holy shit. That's me. Holy shit. And it wasn't, like you were saying, a label that defines you in the eyes of someone else. It was a label for me to help me understand me. It was it was more less of a label and more like a reference book. But then again, there's plenty of labels that have been attributed to me that really piss me off. Like plenty of them. I've been made fun of so much in my life especially in childhood, that it's like, I'm done with that. I'm super done with that. 
I'm kind of with you on that, Tate, though, like just listening to you say that and knowing that you came from a Christian background. Um, I, too, came from a Christian background. Really? And I, I, I have a friend that he's 30 years old. He's married in a heterosexual relationship. Um, he's been married for about 10 years now and just recently had this moment where he needed to figure out what his sexuality was. Like, what is that title, right? And we know that there's a bunch of titles that you could put yourself under. And it was really strange to me sitting there watching him. And I'm like, I will support him figure that out because I know this is an important thing for his identity. So I'm going to help him. I will help him if he asks for help, right? And so he finally came across a, a title, a sexuality that he identifies with. And he's been a total different person since in, in a good way. Like he, he was struggling with mental health and that kind of stuff. And this was a thing that he needed. And mostly because he grew up in a, in a Christian background where that wasn't allowed for you to be that. Right. But now 30 something years old, he's finally able to be that. My thing is, is I have struggled. I don't like being told what I can and can't do. Right. And there's titles there's titles that like have been forced. So like in, in the LDS religion, um, the title of a return missionary, meaning you went on a two year mission, you were successful. You brought people into the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, and hearing the authorities saying, Hey, you women, you deserve nothing less than an RN or a return missionary. And me being like, I have zero plans of doing that. But me not doing that doesn't make me less. Mm. And I and there's that fear that forced me of not having that title and what that's going to mean to me and what that like what that won't allow me to have, mm-hmm. right? And I hate that. I hate mm-hmm. someone saying like you can't have this because you are not this or you are less because you're not that. Exactly. And so now I'm I'm watching other people with these titles and I I don't love to title myself. It's it's actually kind of interesting because. I'm going back to school for a title because I recognize the strength of those four letters behind my name. Um, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be flaunting it. It, it. It's to help with my purpose. Like that is what I've been told. Right. But it's, it's just really interesting to see that like we have these fears of these titles and why, but I, I, I wonder if, if there is a tie behind Christianity and religion that has kind of forced people to be scared of titles or dislike them more. I think so. I think because we put such negative connotations behind titles in that, in that, um, in that culture or in that religion, whatever you want to call it right now. Um, there's such an impact on it. Right. And I, th- I think it goes back to that, like how religion has truth. All religions have truth and they are right. all teaching the same thing. Right. But as soon as we start putting the hierarchy of like, this is, you're over these people and you're over this person, you're over all of them. Right. right. And then someone's telling us what to do. And we're like, no, that that's right. not how humanity is supposed to work. I think it gets into like, you know, their actual like ego and arrogance above everyone else. Well, I have this title. And like you said, you're going to school to get a title. Yes, we do that because in this world, in society, we have to do that. We have to play by the rules in order to get ahead. Most of the time, we have to play by the rules, which I don't like, but like, you know, laws of physics and stuff. But 
I understand those labels. I understand those titles, and, and I get that. But when the arrogance comes in, and the pride, because you have a title, and then you give me a label, because you're in your title. I didn't ask you for that label, and I didn't ask you for that either. And I didn't put you above me, and you are not my God. This is, by the way. <laughs> so... But it's true. It's like, you know, I, I get it, Spencer. It's like this hard thing for me, too, because I know, like, going to school and going back to school, I'm accumulating titles. And I think it plays a lot into the fact that most of my labels were worth nothing to most people in my life, right, of who I am, what they label me as. And so if I gain those, then I know that at least within the world, you know, that it's not spiritual or whatever, that they say, okay, well, at least you know what you're doing, right? So we'll allow you to do this. Kind of like what you were saying. If you didn't have that, was it RN? Then, you know, you're really not up to par, right? I think it's when an arrogance comes in, and I think it's a push in that section because they're so adamant on you, you have to be that way in that particular label right you have to be whatever it is um for you you had to be a guy that returned from from mission work right to be the best husband whatever right it's yeah. that kind of thing that they put on there and this is not true and then everyone believes it. i don't know i just it's not anything that that I can figure right now. I just know sometimes I have a really, really big issue with labels, and I understand completely. Sometimes the labels we have to have to function in the world, but I don't know. We can talk about that forever, I guess. For sure. Yeah. I love you guys so much. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> There goes Andrea. No, I find it fascinating and wonderful that we can have these open dialogues and conversations so honestly with each other. I think it's a beautiful thing. That is all. I think it is too. And I think that's, that's what's missing. It's conversations like this where there's no judgment. Just figuring it out. And, and there's acceptance to each other's thing. Like, I, I can totally yeah. see why Tiff and Andrea like the idea of Starseed. Like, and yeah, that is, absolutely. That is a, and it, it does give guidance, too, right? Like, yeah. this is what the expectations of a Starseed is. That's right. like when jobs, we go have a job, there's job descriptions of what is expected of that job. Right. And it is different for everyone, right? And, I mean, we still play by those games, but there are going to be people that, like, they appreciate that and that is what they need and i'm i there's no judgment like no any no. of us right yeah that's what i'm saying like if if the word works for you then be that for me it just it grates me in a different way and it's not that i like if you want to be a star seed and, and that label and use it that's that's fine but if you ask me to say yes to that i'm probably gonna be like no i just i don't prefer it I don't know. I don't prefer that terminology. I don't know. I'm just weird with labels, man. That's it. No, you're not. <laughs> you know what I find lovely? I, is I actually 
So what I find lovely is what Sharon put in the chat. These are the conversations showed to me when they, as in spirit, showed her the round table. Because I don't know if everybody knows this, the round table, the podcast, calling it the round table and how it was going to function. This is Sharon's baby. This was Sharon's idea. Thank you. This is like the best. This is Spirit's baby. She just well, thank you for fucking listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> Sharon just had the babe. She called her Mary. <laughs> I saw a meme like that the other day. Was- Mommy? Mommy Mary? <laughs> I would like to point out that didn't come from me. <laughs> it was me. Um, I, what I just love about this community, though, is just my eyes have been opened from so many people in the Discord and just being mm-hmm. able to practice and just to be able to, like, I think growing up in Utah where my mindset has just been completely sheltered and covered with my bubble of Utah bubble. And now I get to practice with people and listen to people and see other people. Like there's been times where people are saying, Hey, that's part of my culture. You guys said something wrong. And people being like, thank you for teaching us. Like we are now understanding of that. And it's not just this round table too, though. Like we're able to have these conversations in the discord respectfully. And like I've learned about so much more about cultures. And I think that's the cool thing. I love it. Me too. I learned so much reading through that. I may not get to respond a lot, but I am reading through because the community, just like talking here, like it's, you feel very safe, you know, without judgment or anything. And, and you don't get that in this world often. You just don't. So I am really thankful for it. Like, you have no idea, I think how thankful I am for that because it's something like this here at the round table that we do and talk to each other and just, and if you're in it, you can feel it. Right. Yeah. And even in the discord, like when you pop into a conversation, you're like, Oh shit. You know, and you're just like, sometimes I don't know what to say. And sometimes I'm like, Hey, 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 what's going on? You know, like, what's up? Like, you know, what's going on? Or, and it's just really what it should be. Right. Like it's what it should be. One of my favorite things there to see is how receptive people are to differing belief systems and even corrections along the lines with terminology or yeah. ways to practice. Yes. People from all different cultures can give you more information to make sure that, you know, we're not offending anybody with incorrect terms or bad labels. Right. So that's the sheer fact right. that <clears throat> personally as an attack, everyone right. goes, oh, okay. And everybody checks themselves and their egos at the door. I tell people all the time, yeah. the Discord is an amazing community. I've never seen anything like it. I haven't either. No. I know. Oh, I know. I'm just happy going and I didn't have to make any corrections. 
And another thing I love is that like they keep the podcast going though. Like they listen to it and then they go and share and like they add, they're just as much a part of the podcast as we are sitting here recording it. And I think I love getting all of their other, their points of view too. Like we're just a small part of it, but then they're, they're <laughs> building it and it goes farther and it just gets more and more in depth. And like, I, I missed a night. Right. And then I can go back and read like what people were feeling and how they received it. Mm-hmm. And, and I listened to it and I'm like, you know, I would not have actually even felt that, but I love it. And like the, the people that do share, I'm like, yes, more, please. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is amazing, really. It's 100% amazing because you don't find that anywhere else. You really don't. At all. You can't even say these things in your friend group. Uh No. You can't. And that's what's crazy sometimes. Like, you're friends with these people, you can't even, you can't have that conversation with them, right? It's like you already know it. You're like, this is just not something that I'm ready for because I know you're not ready for this because this is not going to be received like in that, in that way at all. And it's crazy that strangers across the world can do it so easily. You all know me deeper than anyone that I know in real life. And I haven't even met you face to face yet. Like in person. Until October. I know. Oh, I know. So October. I think there are two people who are going to have to drop out of the retreat in October, which is going to free up two spots. When we get to it, but. Yeah. I love you guys so much. I'm so thankful for all y'all. Shut up, Charity. What? I'm (laughs) laughing at Sharon. I wasn't laughing at you. Oh, I was like, they're apropos. with the so horns on her head. playing with her hair and she noticed she her hair flips up like two porn two horns and <laughs> i said that was very apropos Woo. there we go ah jesus christ blame the river <laughs> nat geo <laughs> You know damn well you guys are saying that. Yeah, it's totally the river's fault. It was her damn fault for flowing like that. You know you guys are going to say Nat Geo to me like tomorrow, and I'm going to go, who? What is that? You're going to have to explain it to me all over again because it's fucking nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll remember. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, water carries memory. You'll remember. You'll... I mean, like, was he that bad that you wouldn't remember? No. No, that was not the case at all. Sharon gave the mom face. 
<laughs> You'll remember that. I will remember that. <laughs> That's going to go down in one of my most dangerous. See, so don't blame the river. Thank her. No, we waited a while. Someone I am. So Sharon is saying, so Sharon is saying that <laughs> Sharon does all the shit. So we found cans. I found cans in the woods. Like people had just drank in the woods and left their cans. So I grabbed them out of the woods and I put them next to the walkway so that when we left, we would take them with us. And the other person who was on who was at the beach in the riverside but left picked up the cans and put them on his car with some old bait and tackle it was gross like some old worms and when he, we got back to his car he was like what the fuck is this shit and he was he was really mad and he was upset and i was like of course but he wasn't like he was a different kind of angry for me so i was like well this is actually like a healthy angry holy shit this is weird <laughs> he um found that person later after he dropped me off and said he had a word with them and they totally and utterly denied it. And he was like, are you shitting me? And I was like, that's okay. I have some bail money. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not doing anything to get me in jail. I will never go to prison. I will never go to jail. And I'm like, I hope not. He was, he was a little upset. You can, I could see through the woods and I was using my spidey senses anyhow. I was using all my spidey senses. That's how I knew there was only one person there and that they were going to leave. <clears throat> yes, ma'am. I'm not stupid. I'm not getting a damn ticket. I'm not getting arrested for freaking public indecency. I'm not stupid. I could put money on your books. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know. Tiffany, call me. You know, if she calls you, call me. We'll get that. It's fine. Yeah. The river calls, sweetheart. <laughs> me and Tiffany will get you out sometime. <laughs> I know. I have to go take a hot salt bath tonight, too, because I'm a little, my muscles hurt. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. No. Y'all rode me down the road over that whole empathic side with Terry. Hell no. Hey, back. <laughs> you can fuck off. <laughs> get, get that too. The whole bingo card just lit up. They're going to be so excited with this one. <sighs> Wait, I don't know. Has anybody said Princess Daddy Andrea? this on there yeah princess daddy andrea is pretty interesting okay aunt flo jesus i saw that oh no we did go with the flow <laughs> mm -hmm. i'll tell you what though that river was so cold today it knocked the wind out of me when i hopped in when i dove in That's i was like shit yeah i bet it was it was cold 
I just want to clarify, I was the only one in the water. Dicks. That, that video stayed on the shore and watched me swim. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hope he never finds I hope neither one of them ever finds this fucking podcast. That's all I can say. No, for who? Not for me. It could be the end to that spell for you. Clip, clip. I'll fucking cut you guys. I'm not afraid of getting cut. You're <laughs> fucked. Morgan, bring the molasses. He threatens me all the time. Threaten me. I don't care. Look, I'm starting that spell now. <laughs> get the jute. You get the jute rope. Does Everyone's it work on people with no, no souls? Right, because I don't have one, so it doesn't work on yeah. No, they're, they're, they're easier. easier. They don't get free choice. <laughs> where did that where did that joke even start from like it doesn't make any sense to me to say people of certain hair color have no souls i don't understand where that came from and i need the history of it me and tiffany tiffany i meant tiffany clearly got it from somewhere too she didn't make that up that's not unique to tiffany's little anger issues over there <laughs> Claim the Greeks. It's all Greek to me. It's one of those they say things. They said it. They. 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 If they told you to jump off a bridge, would you? How high is it? He would. How high is it? She <laughs> said. She literally said, How high is it? Not what's under it. Not why did we jump off. Just how high is it? Um, okay, so I googled it. You googled it, it? Yeah, it says it comes from the Viking Age when most people of the area had red hair. Eric the Red. The people were pagan and attacked churches and areas with little to no armies. They were also different from the Christian people and thought of as godless, hence the fact that they were soulless. Another dim discrimination against pagans is what it says and redheads it's fine i'm taking it back <laughs> there's it more back. religious trauma the religious trauma just Wind doesn't stop grab the jute pull it back the viking jute <laughs> All right, babies. I think we've hit the end of the line. I know I'm a little delirious and I desperately need a hot salt bath. I need a bubble bath badly. Sharon says I can't. I 
I really can. And that's what's happening today. I love y'all so, 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 so much. I hope you have a beautiful evening. I want to say special thank you to Spencer, Charity, and Tiff for being with us tonight. And of course, Sharon for being an amazing producer. And my fantastic assistant could not do any of this without her. I'm Andrea Lovett from Sweet Release Healing. And this has been another episode of our Roundtable After Dark. Take care, love yourselves, and love each other. Bye.